review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. Oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's VA so with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly irrelevant. And I'm, I'm fine with it. I understand. I get it. Yeah, cool. I don't Thanks. think you do. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not at work. <laughs> Welcome well, to Books with Bastards. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this <laughs> exciting argumentative day. Uh... As always with us, we have our first and foremost bastard, Mallory. Not as always. Couldn't make it to the last one. Um, we're not counting that as the official podcast line. That's Don't call that's it not a comeback. <laughs> yes, fresh <laughs> fresh off of her COVID weakness. You have your technical bastard, and that's myself. Hi, I'm Zach. You should know my name, hopefully. If you've listened to the others, I got real self-conscious all of a sudden. I don't know what happened. Maybe they're yeah. starting with episode nine. You know, if you are, welcome aboard. I'm happy to have you. Every Your technical bastard, Zach, I'm back. Someone's first episode. Maybe. I don't know that. I don't know if that's true. No, that's right. That's right. How do you, how do you know that? Because everyone has a favorite episode, so then when you tell your friends about it, you start with your favorite episode. That makes a certain sort of sense, actually. Like, I didn't listen to the first episode of any of the podcasts I've listened to. I've listened to one that you've told me to or one of my friends. All right. Well, you know what? Our ever-present drinking buddy Caleb is really just spitting some facts at me today. Facts about coolness. And podcasting. Caleb's really hitting that hard. Okay, maybe two facts. An opinion. Really hitting that hard with the scientific (laughs) facts here. (laughs) And of course, we have the mysterious lump, Asa. Yep. Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! I did wave just now. Yeah, for those who couldn't see, Asa waved. That was a a real straightforward (laughs) arm out wave, too. Very uh, concerning. Yeah, uh, you're driving down the road, and you're like... I'm sure he was going for like a, hey, whatever, and not a heil whatever, but... (laughs) No. I hope not. (laughs) I've never purposely done that. (laughs) Purposefully. Well, I Look, accidentally we, did just who now. hasn't been tricked into a rally at some point in their life? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what? Okay. One, so, two, three. Today, we will be discussing <laughs> our most recent book, which I actually read three weeks ago. I kissed Shara Wheeler. Yeah, we fucked the name up a few times. said what we were going to be reading, we said Sarah Wheeler. Yes. It's yes. Shara or Shara? I think what it's Shara. Think? I pronounced it Shara in my head the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I did too, but Shara, I, I guess it could go either way. After I realized it wasn't Sarah, Shara makes the most sense to me, opposed to Shara. All right, so we're going to go with Shara. I've never either of these names. Yeah, so yeah, me Shara, 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 Shara. Makes yeah, it's, uh, it is a... <laughs> I like it. Teenage uh, romance, comedy, mystery, 
sort of thing. It's it's a lot at once, and I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of long actually. This might take a bit unless Mallory's right. <laughs> oh, this was by Casey McQuiston. So, uh, anyways, yeah, we'll get started. Zach, you can take it away because it's much more fresh in your mind. That's Going. true. Actually, let's get to Caleb. Yeah, let's yeah, let Caleb yeah, do his we'll baby. Start with, uh, we'll start with Drink Corner here. Uh, Mallory, what do you got drink going on? Well, we're all having a White Claw tonight because this book briefly referenced White Claw in a, a few teenage times. house party. Yeah, a handful so. of teenage house parties came up, and White Claw <laughs> was always the drink of choice. So this is what we're going with. Did you forget you gave us all one just now? I... Listen, we don't got to ruin the movie the Magic. He's playing the We don't got to ruin the movie Magic. <laughs> all right, and Caleb We the movie Magic all the time. Caleb picked up a variety pack of White Claw, but he it's got... It's my character. He got, like, the variety pack <laughs> number part three. two. It's, oh, number, it's three number three, specifically. It oh, says yeah, on there. you're right. They're numbered like I movies? I didn't yes. know there was three nice. different options. I grabbed number three because it had mango, and I wanted that. And I cared not what anyone else wanted. I, over here, have a strawberry White Claw. Number I'm two has mango, I believe. I have blackberry. And I was gifted with a pineapple. Like I gave Bob. Ace. Uh, he didn't get a choice. He, he got the last flavor. To try this, I wouldn't have picked it for myself probably. But <laughs> you could pick a different one. No, no, okay. I wasn't. It's. It... You know. I like the blackberry. It's not bad. Uh, surprisingly, this is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Good right. review. Yeah. yeah. I'm honestly. I think this might be my favorite of the White Claws. So like. Whoa. Not not my, not never my top drink, but you know a White Claw will always do. None of them taste dramatically different. There well, they're no different, laws but there's. When you're drinking claws, Zach. I feel like there's several. What is your strawberry? Yeah. Yeah, I strawberry. Like I like it. The strawberry. Well, I'm sure there's two more. There are two more. I'm I'm enjoying my mango. You're gonna, you gonna right be to double fisting your BL smoothies and your and uh, <laughs> your white claws. <laughs> Just start pouring them into the same glass. One sip from the white claw. Oh, that one terrible. sip from the pud. One for me and one also it takes for me. Drink. <laughs> takes a long drink. <laughs> Maybe I drink half my white claw and then top it off with Bud Light and then see how that is. It sounds... Bud Claw. A Bud Claw. Okay, you should do this. <laughs> I bet it's Claw. terrible, but Bud I want to know. I think Bud White is best. Because Ooh, that's Bud like, White. Ooh. Ooh because you're... I think it's because okay. I am white? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about you can't the cough. I am COVID negative now. Uh, I cleaned yeah. the house today, though. There was yeah, so... Uh, to fill you guys in on a little bit, as you may, if you listen to Storytime with Stupids, you are aware that Mallory and Asa have both been out with uh, the good old coronavirus. And uh, finally got us. Yeah. Been unscathed all these years. It was, uh, it was something. I felt almost totally fine the whole time I was at home. And Mallory looked like she was dying. <laughs> I absorbed. I felt pretty I bad. I absorbed the illness for Asa. I got a bunch of yard work done and things I... I didn't have done before. So and somehow, nice. despite sitting in a confined room with them every weekend, we, me and Caleb avoided this. I have never had COVID. I'm yeah, pretty sure I acquired it the night after our last recording. Ah. And I didn't see you guys again yep. after that. Yep. Well, just very briefly. I blame, I do not trust bars that have carpet on the floor. Why would you ever go to a Bar that is carpet on the floor. We it wasn't our birthday. choice. It's it was. I've never much others. paid attention to what the floor looks like in a bar. 
I can only assume. You would. It's not usually what I'm there for. You'd probably notice if it was carpet, though, right? No. Hmm. Carpet is just dirty. And I feel like in a restaurant bar setting, it's a thousand times dirtier because of the number. I mean, it does like, seem like a questionable is decision. Much higher. Yeah. You can never get it really clean. That's like having a carpet in your kitchen or in your, your bathroom, bathroom, which just, people mm. did sometimes. Fucking gross. Yeah. That seems like a hat. That seems like mold waiting to happen. Even like yeah. carpet yeah. in a dining room. Yeah. I'm just like you're gonna be covered right. in food at some. This anyways, is okay. Wildly off topic. But you don't anyways. need a bath mat. Talking about stupid yeah, things. Anyways. <laughs> oh, sorry. Man, you do not take cues. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get that thought out of this. So, this yeah, we're reading I Kissed Shara Wheeler. And uh, I read this all last night from about midnight to 6 a.m. And uh, Mallory read it three weeks ago in the middle of a COVID bout. So we're going to see how our memories line up. And this is mixed with the fact that this is about teenagers and emotion. Two things Mallory despises. I don't know why Asa picked this book for us, but I think it was out of spite. I was kind of excited about it. I was looking forward to it. I was like, I love a little teen drama. You know, when I'm watching Netflix, I like to watch. That's what I pictured this as. My whole time, this was like a Netflix movie I was watching. Maybe it will be. I would like that. I really liked this book. I'm going to guess we're opening up with that. I had a really good time with it. I got, it was like 4 a.m. when I was like, I should go to bed. Or I could just keep going. And I picked that one because I was having a good time. And I'd also hit a big plot point, And I didn't realize that there was 120 fucking pages left. This one goes on for a bit. It did drag. It, it I keep tricky. expecting the end of the book at like what you would think would be like the big moments. And then there's an epilogue. And then no, they just keep going. I agree. So as I picked this book, I did not think Zach would like it, which is one of the reasons why I picked this book. Well, thank you. Backfired. <laughs> that really did backfire. I my, I was, I don't know Zach as well as I thought I did, apparently. Zach's down to clown for most of it. It's a tough pill to swallow, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yep. Every man is an island. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. Well, you can, you, it's fresh in your mind, so All right. get away. So, you say it's fresh in my mind. I read it for six straight hours from midnight. So much pressure now, huh? Yeah. You made me forget the whole book in a moment. All right. So, this open, our main character is Chloe Green. It's, uh, it's not Shara? No. <laughs> it, the, the book literally says, I kissed Shara, implying that it's not Shara. Yep. yep. I kiss Good myself point. on the mirror every day. Uh, I, you, you would. You I don't like hearing that. Is that how you get pumped for the day? <laughs> That's how I get ready Just for the day. Just look at yourself and you're Looking like, good out there, champ. I yeah, get out of the we're shower. We're going to have a good day today, Caleb. You're going <laughs> to fucking kill it. I get out of the shower and I wipe off the, the mist on the mirror. That's only my face. So give I, yourself a little wink. I give myself a wink. A little kiss. You know, a little like, yeah. blow a kiss and then I lean into it and I like, pull back like maybe I won't. Do you use tongue when you do it? Do you, no, that's the mirror. It's gross. Do you sometimes not wipe off the fogs? You're like, ooh, I wonder who this is. Ooh, what about Bloody Mary? <laughs> he, draws, he draws his own little face on there. Yeah, sometimes I do a little smiley face. You know? <laughs> oh, wow, that's that's a little weird, but I could see you doing it. Right. Uh, We're already good. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> it's going to be a long one tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so our main character is Chloe Green. She is on track to become the high school valedictorian. Graduation's in a month. Uh, she's bisexual. She's in the theater club. She's kind of a bitch. 
Not, like, too terribly. Like, she has a lot of friends, but she has a reputation throughout the school as being kind of intense, which is duly deserved. She, she's actually pretty harsh sometimes in this show. She, her okay. focus on becoming valedictorian is borderline, like, obsessive. I would agree, but, you know, teenagers. Like, is I that, mean, it's is good that... to have a goal, but yeah, she's I mean, like... I fucking hate Shara Wilson, or what's her name? Uh, Wheeler. Wheeler. Shara Wheeler. It's on the cover. <laughs> the name of the book. I couldn't remember the name of the book last okay. night. I was talking to Morgan, and I was like, I think that, it's Where Are You, Shara Wheeler. Yep, and uh, so that's a good segue to lead us into. The, the next most important character is, of course, Shara Wheeler, who is the most popular girl in school, the prettiest girl in school, She's one of those people who has, like, that effortless charm who wins everyone over. Everyone in school thinks she's an angel. The only person in school that Chloe knows doesn't like Shara is Chloe. That's it. They are. She is, considers herself her bitter rival of Shara, who is, of course, in the running for second place or first place on any given day of Valid Victorian. And, uh... About three days ago, just before, or the day before prom, this book picks up the day after prom. Oh, Shara Wheeler's father is also the principal of the school that they go to. Yes, that does matter. They go to a Southern Baptist school, is that what it is? Well, it takes place in Alabama. Chloe grew up in L.A. It's a extremely and then school. And her, um, she has two moms, and then... Her grandma in Alabama got sick. One of her moms is from Alabama originally, so they moved back. So she started high school in Alabama. So quite a culture shock compared to L.A. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's like a religious school. They wear uniforms. They're not allowed to have certain colors of nail polish. You can't have cell phones. Their hair is supposed to be a certain way. Yeah. Very... You know, they, they have a Bible class yeah. that is mandatory. Oh, yeah, they have to go to church on certain days. Yeah, like the pre- the principal gives sermons. It's it's extremely religious. And Chloe goes here because it is still the best school in the area. If it's you, a private school. Yeah, like right? a lot, yeah, a lot of kids go here because, I mean, like this is the only school that like the, you know, colleges are going to respect in the area. It's where the scouts come to look for football players. All right, I have a question that may be showing how not good in school I was. What does valedictorian mean? Are you fucking really? kidding me, Caleb? It's top of the class. You had the best grades in you uh, of your class. All right, that's what Across I thought. Across your entire positive. high school career. And I thought uh, you were going to ask where Alabama was, which is somehow <laughs> slightly <laughs> If you gave me a map, I couldn't point out. No. It, it's in the South. Like, I, I mean, know, I sort of okay. get it. Like, it's not like it's that. <laughs> that was the joke. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing you were real far from valedictorian, so I guess it yeah. doesn't, I'm not surprised yeah. you so don't know it's the like, term. Yeah, like, essentially, I guess you would say, quote, the smartest kid in school. That's what Gen- I thought. Not necessarily, but, but they got the positive. best grades. Yeah, they and did the best. They school. give a speech at graduation. And number two and is, uh, do you know number two? I actually can't remember the name of it. Is, is it not salutatorian or something? I believe it is like salutatorian. Yeah. And uh, they wear like a different I couldn't remember it off the top like, of my head, but that sounds right. Thing yeah. I wasn't that either. Big shocker. I wasn't real close to the top. What's 85 away from Saladictorian out of 90? Uh, Last year. 
class. How many people <laughs> graduated? No, uh, no, Mallory. Also, not that. Eighty-five out of ninety is not dead last. I didn't last. even walk in my graduation. Oh, it's pretty so close. I have no idea. It's close enough to be. There's the last oh, man. The last <laughs> ten, and it. Sucked. The last ten are last. We are. Zach. We are fucked. <laughs> yes, we are fucked. So, anyways, continue on. Okay, so at private school, Shara uh, Wheeler's the coolest. Yeah, like, so super religious, uh, except for Chloe, is openly bisexual in school uh, because she came from L.A. and she was always really upfront about it, so everyone's always known. And because she's valedictorian, they don't come down on her too hard, but they still find an excuse to drag her into the principal's office every week for some sort of infraction. But she does um, do things She deliberately. like... Yeah, she deliberately Cause breaks the dress code so that that's what they'll send her in for. She'll paint her nails black and stuff like she that. She says later in the book that she does it specifically like, they're going to drag me in for something anyways. At least I can control what it is. All right. Anyways, uh, her bitter rival, Shara Wheeler, corners her in an elevator one day, kisses her, and then immediately disappears. And then the next day at prom, uh, when Chloe wants to confront her about it, uh, Shara Wheeler goes to the bathroom and then never comes back. And she was at the prom with her boyfriend, Smith. Yes. the back window to the bathroom open after they realized she was missing. I don't know. She, it's anyways, less of a mystery it's not that, than it, I it's not like uh, It's not like a danger mystery. It's more like it's more like a scavenger hunt with people's emotions on the line. Oh, okay. No one's in danger in this book at any point. It's uh, a true bummer. <laughs> we can't always have a murder. I'm not asking for murder. I'm just asking for them to up the stakes a little bit. You want someone to get murdered, don't you? No, I just want some... The threat of murder. She, want, she wants... I just wanted, she wants the, I just wanted some mystery. I want to smell murder on to, the breeze. When you get to where Shara actually is, it's like, oh. I mean, to be fair, at that point, we'll get there. But uh, Mallory just wants the candy bar to be alive when she eats it. Oh, God. To make an old callback. It's not an old callback. That's the I last episode. Do not want that. <laughs> when did that it's come out? It's not the last episode. It's two episodes ago. Again, story time with stupids is not... It's going to be... It's, it's my some, last It's got its own name. Well, yeah, but are we still not going to release them? No, I think we'll release it on, like, a Wednesday. Anyways, we still haven't released episodes. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, ah, I've lost my plot. Okay, so... Shadow Wheeler disappears. No one knows where she is. It's... Becoming a big deal pretty quick because no one's seen her. You know, the most popular girl at school doesn't show up to be crowned Palm Queen and just vanishes. And so we open on Chloe breaking into Shara Wheeler's house because Chloe's a little bit of a crazy person. Uh, And she manages to find the key to the house, get in, gets to Shara's room, and is trying to find her. Uh... Does she go through her shit a little bit? Checks out her lip glosses, that kind of bullshit. Yep, yeah, she does she know. The underwear she does, fucking weird. She does find the lip gloss that is specifically the one that uh, she kissed Chloe while wearing. And it's only ever been used the once. Like, it's brand new. Ooh. And there's no other version of it in the room. Which, which was already a red flag to me. I would know that. Uh, I'm like, if I kissed Asa right now and he had lip gloss on, I wouldn't be like, ooh. I always have lip gloss on. Well, maybe you, you don't, don't wear maybe mint that's lip why gloss. You can't I don't know what to tell you. It was, <laughs> yeah, I, I was also wondering, like, are you just going through smelling each one to find which one it was? Oh, she did, yeah. What? Uh. <laughs> Anyways, about the same time, a ladder 
you know, comes up to the window, and somebody else breaks into her house. It's the next-door neighbor kid, Rory, who is, he's the kind of high school burnout, he's the delinquent in... But yeah. he's like the cool bad guy. Like uh, Yeah, he's the bad kid. But yeah. like but he's good looking. The capital B so bad kid. The girls still like it. He's the guy who sells drugs, not the guy he's who like, does drugs. He's like Eddie from Stranger Things, I feel like. Yeah, kinda. Except or that. Billy, because he was like a the bad guy, but all the girls were like, Ooh, look at that ass. All the moms, yeah. Oh, yeah, except yeah. Billy was like a real bastard. Yes, yes. Yeah. Rory's yeah. not. But the moms loved evil. him. But the moms well, loved him. Particularly. But well, yeah, were, I guess they all did. But there were some hot moms, one. though. A couple. Sure. I won't disagree. Sure <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let's Thank you. Uh, he just says that with his socks and sandals on. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. You're getting all the moms. Anyways, so this kid, uh, the, the bad kid from next door, Rory, has just put a ladder up and come through the window. He says that Sarah told him the window was unlocked, and he took that as the sign, like, she wanted him to come in through the window. And yes. so, at first they're kind <laughs> <Good> of... assumption. <laughs> yeah. At the first, at first they're kind of annoyed with each other, but eventually they're just like, okay, well, she kissed me. Uh, he reveals he kissed, she kissed him, too, on his roof. Like, she climbed up, kissed him, and then took off just as fast as everyone else, like the same night as Brock. Jumped off the roof, broke her ankle, ran Yeah, they, got, they had a lot on Rory's roof without ever really clarifying how one gets there. Probably uh, it's on the second story, like, or his room is. Yeah, either that, I mean, his they, they live in, like, a country club area. Yeah. Like, I believe he lives wealthy. in a country club, so there may just be roof access. So does Shara. Yeah. Uh, they, they may just be able to walk onto the roof. Uh but anyways, uh, so they are looking around, and they find a letter in the room. Uh, it's this pink postcard-style letter. What is happening here? It's oh, okay. through booted me. It dawns on, put are, my hand happened? down. And I are you guys eating chicken pot pie? No, it's no, not it's, chicken pot pie. Okay. It's casserole. And they right. threw it at me. I had a little issue. I didn't mean to. Anyway, yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> anyways, they... Uh, they find this pink uh, sort of postcard-style letter. I guess that's about postcard size, but it's a pink envelope with a letter inside that's to Rory that is basically starting this sort of scavenger hunt. I probably should read what these fucking letters are like, huh? Actually, because I... That would probably be helpful. I remember the gist of them, but they, you know, this kind of gives the, the vibe of the whole book. Hello, Rory, Chloe, and Smith. Come find me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chloe is... Uh, or not Chloe. Uh, <laughs> fucking... Shara's kind of... Insane? I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say insane. If you found the specific lip gloss I kissed you with, you'll win one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got that vibe. I'll let you be valid. All right, so here's women. the first lip. Rory, thanks for the kiss. If you thought I never noticed you, you're wrong. XOXO. Shara. P.S. Peach, uh, it's a password. Uh, P.P.S. Tell Smith to check the drafts. Chloe should have the rest. Basically revealing immediately that she's <laughs> sending some sort of message and that these are all clues. Like, everything in the postscript is clues for something. None of them are sure what, but they're all looking for Shara because they want to figure out why she kissed them all. They want to kiss them or kiss her again. Yeah, so the next day, uh, she... Probably, right? 
I'm not like I'm gonna say hey, it. Hey, if some girl at my school just randomly kissed me and then disappeared off the face of the planet, I don't know if I'd break into her ass. I don't know if I'd break into her. I mean, in Rory's defense, he was given like some sort of hint that he should. Yeah, it's, that seemed about. Chloe right. just fully made her way in on her own. Chloe's a little crazy too. I'm not. I'm not gonna defend that some of these characters are fucking insane. And I feel like her boyfriend would probably just get let in by the dad. Yeah, but he doesn't know. To, I guess he doesn't. He doesn't break into her house because Smith, the next character, is not crazy. He's a pretty normal guy. Actually, he's pretty chill. Seems nice. Yeah, he seems like a genuinely nice person. He's like he's, a star football player. Yeah, he's the star quarterback. Uh, he only suffered from sticking his dick in crazy. What? I don't. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't think that actually happened for reasons that'll come up as the book goes along. Wow. So he's he's the boyfriend though. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So his boyfriend. They've been together for like two years or something? Yeah, uh, I think three or four years actually, because it supposedly happened in freshman year that they got together. Wow. Because Chloe specifically remembers the day that Smith basically paid to have a bunch of like carnations show up at their desk to ask her to homecoming. That's and right. then it started from there. That's right. Did you guys ever have that in school, like where you could like send a Valentine or a I flower? Did. I never got um, anything. It's so yeah, awkward. Me neither. I never sent I anything. I there was that. <laughs> as we well. aren't that kind of people. I, I never, got a, I never got a carnation either. <laughs> I didn't really go to high school the last two years. I was mostly in neither college. Yeah, Valerie didn't. So. I made it all the way through, but uh, I'm weird. I know that about myself. Why are there evidence here? Can I have some? Those are mine. And Caleb's yes. now. God, yes. There's tiny. Caleb brought tiny mini M&Ms, and I just noticed them. I'm there's, sure they've been here the whole time. There's more of them out on the counter. Mm-hmm. I stole them from Malibu, but they are mine. Tasty. As stealing works. So they confront Smith, and they're like, hey, where's Shara? And he's like, I don't know. And Rory's kind of a dick. He's like, don't act. He's like, you act like you care, but you weren't even out there looking for it. He's like, no, I spent all weekend, me and the football players scoured every one of her favorite places. Like, we spent all weekend looking for her. We just haven't found her. They're all, fuck you. And they're like, okay, well, Shara kissed me. And Smith is immediately, is understandably kind of upset that his girlfriend kissed some dude. And Chloe's like, well, she kissed me too. And he's now just confused. Now he's aroused and it's weird. I don't think so. Again, we'll come up, we'll cover that. Does he kiss her? Does right. he kiss them now too? No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. But, I mean, I guess, you know, it's funny enough, I thought about it, I was like, That'd be a you know, point. really, even the score, I guess? I don't know. Anyways, they don't. They, uh, he's kind of confused now, but he's, again, a pretty understanding guy. He doesn't take it out on them. Uh, they're like, okay, well, yada yada. They kind of work their way through this, and they basically all agree to work together to figure out what these clues are, because they find the the second clue is in Smith's locker, hidden behind a bunch of stuff. So Chloe has broken into his locker, or not Chloe, uh, Shara has broken into his locker. Not a huge feat for your boyfriend of four years, but it's there. Oh, yeah. she knows the combo. And then hints that, like, okay, uh, the next clue, or, yeah, the next clue is going to be in a letter specifically for Chloe, and says that, you know, it's somewhere you go all the time. You'll find it on your own. Uh, it's this it's this weird scavenger hunt thing that she's planned that requires all three of them to have a series of memories. And each letter comes with its own clue about how to find the next one. And they all add up to 
something, and then she has a personal message for each of them in one of them. Uh, the one to Smith in his locker is essentially saying she doesn't know how to tell him the truth, and maybe that's why she had to do this. Uh, it's, it's not much, but they do get a little juicier as things go along. I feel like just reading that, I would be like, so my girlfriend wants to break up with me. Oh, yeah, that you was the vibe I got to You could have just fucking done it. You didn't have to disappear. To be fair, that, that comes up. The conversation they have with, uh, eventually, to say the least, Char will be spoken to. Uh, many people are like, hey, we could have talked about this without, like, a fucking month-long scavenger hunt. What the shit? <laughs> she's a little bee. Yeah, like I said, kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. And so, next up, oh, I guess... Uh, we should probably introduce some of the other side characters. They aren't necessarily the most important to the plot, but they come up a lot. There is Chloe's best friend, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Who is works at the local bookstore. Her parents own it. Uh, she's uh, gay, but she hasn't come out yet to her parents because this school is incredibly harsh about all of that stuff for reasons we've pretty much already covered. Uh, there are her other drama club kid friends, uh, Ace, who is non-binary and does the makeup, uh, and then there's Benji, who is generally the lead in the plays, but in the recent play, he was usurped by a football player named Ace as the lead of the show, which he's pretty upset about. You just said Ace was the one that did the makeup. Sorry, Ash. Sorry. Uh, that is tricky. Yeah, there's Ace. Ace is a football player. Ash is the makeup girl. Sorry, them. Makeup. I don't know Make what the person. term. Thank you. Thank you, Caleb. I'm sorry. Sorry for getting that wrong. Uh, I am working on it. Uh, anyways. You're doing great, Zach. I did good today. I only accidentally referred to my transgender friend as her once in this in like a four-hour conversation. I think that's good. I don't know. I don't know if we should be patting ourselves on the back about it. I don't know. Caleb That's is. the second conversation I've had with him since then, so I think I did pretty good. Yeah, fair enough. I guess, I, well, you know what, maybe I can pay you back a little. Give him a little rub there, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we should cut this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. We Just said that. his back, Zach, Just not his front. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Chloe and Georgia go to Taco Bell every Tuesday night because False Beach, the town that they live in in Alabama, sucks enough that the most exciting places in town are Taco Bell and the Olive Garden. So everybody's got Olive diarrhea. Garden is the fanciest place in any town. This is upsetting. I feel like it used to be here too. There was a time, I think that's true. There was a time it was true. Yeah. I think that was true for like a month. Those were dark days. <laughs> ah, no, soda. This isn't soda, this is beer. I know, it's definitely dripping. Man, I've spilled it on myself. Is that good? I don't know, I barely got into it. You did spill it, I see the little spot there. That's Sorry, I'm talking a lot, I got a book full of bookmarks and notes. Oh god, I'm fucking everything up! Ah! Do we start over? Nope, we're still going. Right. Do we start over? Or do we, just, do we just start this whole episode over from scratch? Why? Yes. Negative. Sure. So far, it's been going all right. Anyways, so uh, today we're reading uh, I Kissed Charlotte Wheeler. Welcome to Books with Bastards. Okay, so, sorry. They go to Taco Bell. Uh, her and Georgia do. And as they're going, <laughs> they through, the, as they're going through the drive through the kid who runs the drive through Why are you looking at me like that? That's their logo. Or their motto. I know. Oh. Eat nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, uh... 
The drive-thru kid, along with her order, hands her a pink envelope with another letter. Uh, this one is mostly just talking about how Chloe's mom was the first person to ever come out as gay at Willow Grove when she was a kid, and nobody's done it since then publicly. Hmm. All right, all right. But yeah, and that was, uh, and this is when Chloe, uh, or when uh, Shara talks about the first time she noticed that Chloe basically dominated the entrance exams and everything and how smart she was and the first time that, you know, she really noticed uh, who Chloe was. She's so pretty, too. <laughs> her Maybe. hair is like another person on her head. It's alive. Those orange curls bouncing and bobbing. Jesus. <laughs> no? You don't want to talk about meddling kids again? I like this book better than that one. I did, too, actually. I, I really enjoyed this. I feel like I'm not doing it justice, but the fact of the matter is it's 360 pages, breakable into three parts, and it took me seven hours to read. Uh, it's a lot. We're gonna... Of course, if you like these books, read them on your own. We don't. Yeah, I, I'm, I recommend this book for anyone who's into, you know, kind of teenage drama, romance stuff. Some like this angst. is Yeah, this is really good. I really liked this book. I thought it was real positive. Overall. Uh, but yeah, so this next one has an email address, and they figure out with the clues from all of the other letters. Her, Smith, and Rory get back together. They have a chat room that where the three of them talk about clues, and Chloe named it I Kissed Sarah Wheeler. Both Shara. Of them, sorry, Shara. Shara. Yeah, Shara Wheeler. Uh, both of the boys are immediately upset about this, but there's nothing they can do. Uh, and they find out that this is a password to... Uh, sort of like an email address where she's left them another letter. I don't know why this one is an email address. It it offers very little. She must have fucking got bored one night. Yeah, just, just like, I don't know where to fucking put this one. This I guess it's a letter to all of them, so it doesn't have to be personal. But yeah, in, and honestly, it's more... The first couple of letters are more like, I had to leave. You'll, it'll make sense as we go along. And this one is no different, other than another clue for Chloe to find more of them. Uh... <laughs> About this time, we start learning that Smith and Rory used to be best friends when they were younger, and then Smith joined the football team, and Rory didn't like it, and they kind of uh, split their, went their separate ways, and now they're kind of enemies, and Rory had this thing for uh, Chara, but Smith showed up and started dating her, and so now it's become sort of bitter enemies sort of an arrangement. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. And classic, you know, he got cool... Rory sounds like he's still kind of cool, but not cool enough. Classic. I small, never had this problem. Small town bull. I didn't have friends or girlfriends, so I would say you didn't, you had or both you don't in high now. school. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's now that that's the case. I feel like, right? <laughs> no, I have more friends now than in high school. Yeah, I remember hanging out with Caleb when he was in high school because I'd take him to D and D and I'd ask him about his life. He didn't talk about. It. He'd occasionally talk about kids he'd get into fights with at school. Or he defend, defended from... What? I, I don't know. You talk, I there were a lot of kids at your school who were real violent. There were a lot of violent kids at school, but I was never involved in it. I believe some of them targeted you, and then other ones would get in fights oh, with Oh, my them. best friend was the biggest guy in school and would beat up people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. All right. What happened to yeah, him? He kept a, him around. He moved away. That was a good idea. That's what we happens. I shouldn't have, have said his name. We don't have phones or emails. Call out to... No last Social name, media. no location. Hit Caleb no. up. He misses you. Don't. He's. <laughs> we gotta cut his name because he's become a huge asshole as of recent. All right. All right. So Chloe's. Rude. 
Holy shit. After a podcast. Nice. Wicked rude. Zach's getting off lip. That was wicked rude. Okay, so yeah, they used to be friends, then Smith stole. <laughs> gotta do a better intro than that. We could root back at pre food shoot, dude. You don't remember Hook? You've never seen Hook. Fuck, who am I kidding? Three, <laughs> two, one. The Boo Box. The Boo Box. Uh, <laughs> I've never so seen So Chloe is oh hanging God. out in the theater room with all her friends, and the one cool teacher, Mr. Truman, uh, who is a... Uh, so, I guess at this point, if the case is not obvious, a lot of the characters in this are... The, the term they use in the book is queer to cover a lot of various different types. I don't know if that's the term that most people agree with or not. I I really don't, but I what they use so. in the book, it's... Anyways, the teacher is gay, but really he keeps it, it a secret so that he can work here and has remained oh, in right. this city his that. whole life despite knowing it would be a problem for him. <laughs> and Chloe doesn't really understand why he would say, why he wouldn't move somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Fall Beach is kind of stuck in the 1920s, it seems like. And but yeah. it's really on, it's on the beach, though? No, oh. it's, that's why it's called False Beach. Mm, There's a lake sense. nearby, no, that, but it's a it reservoir again. lake that they it's man-made. They're like four hours from a coast, oh, okay. or a river sense. even. Uh, but she yeah. finds it. It turns out they're like, yeah, the piano's broken, and one of the keys is fucked up, and so now I got to pay someone to get a locksmith and to uh, you know fix the strings. And then it dawns one of the clues. It dawns on Chloe is that it's <clears throat> basically one of the envelopes has been hidden inside the uh, piano, and that Shara had stolen the key to the piano. And then put it in one of the envelopes that Chloe now has. So Chloe gets into the piano and finds the letter in there. And it's her talking about the time that they had to do, basically, uh, play together for class. Like, they had to do a scene for Midsummer's Night. Oh, that's right. Or a Midsummer's Night's Dream, I think is the title. I don't know, I was never into Shakespeare. I do remember, vaguely remember something. There's a Midsummer. You're close, you're close. I'm not sure what you think. But yeah, like there's a lot of like flashback stuff around this time. Like Chloe's talking about the first time, like she was almost friends with uh, Shara for a little bit when they were working, when they sat next to each other in chemistry. But uh, like Shara would ask her for help with stuff, and they were kind of getting close. And then uh, for some reason, I don't know where this skill came up or how Chloe caught this, but essentially she leaned in, and while Chloe had her. Uh, hand on her arm, she could feel her pulse like racing and could tell that Shara was lying and that she was fucking with her. And she's like, you know how to do all this stuff, don't you? You're just fucking with me. And Shara's like, of course I do. Why would I need your help? Like, so she's deliberately fucking with Chloe. She's a psychopath. It's very strange. Yeah, it's, you know, they're a weird bunch of people. They take high school very seriously. To be fair, the Who environment they're in... High school is very serious time in everybody's life, I feel like. And it's fucking real. It's serious. I drove past... And to be fair, in the setting they're in, everyone makes who you are a really big deal in this book. Like, the principal really drives who you are and how you behave home. Hmm. You what? You drove by your high school and what? Like, like last right, year, I think I, I did a full loop around my high school in the old way. I used to go home and... Like to high school, I almost had a panic attack driving around. It like, oh my god, this place fucking sucked. Damn. Jesus. 
We're really learning some facts about Caleb today. Weak to temperatures, but only object temperatures. Only object temperature. He knows what the first episode, everyone's first episode of a podcast is ever. And uh, also that high school was not great. Sucks. Panic attack right around the fucking high school. This little onion has got a lot of layers, and we're peeling them back. So about this time... I'm going to start calling you onion now, because you kind of smell... Wow. And you got okay. layers. <laughs> Just kidding. Caleb is like the least That's what that smell is. Room. <laughs> I was wondering. I shower before and after work every day. I know. That's why you're there. I showered just before I came here. And then I guess I spilled a bunch of beer on myself. So, you know, that one's on me. <laughs> the smell might be me. I haven't showered yet this afternoon. You got to a tiny room with us? I didn't work very hard today either, though. So I didn't do. I didn't either. That helps. Oh, honestly. Okay, so about this time, the, the clue in this last one is that it's something hidden that Smith would know about, and it's the last place they kissed. And it's at this jock, yeah. like, uh, I think the actual captain of the football team, Dixon. That's not a kiss. <laughs> Something yeah. else has happened. Nobody next. said it was an upstairs kiss, Asa. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Teenagers. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Inappropriate. Inappropriate, Mallory. <laughs> this is like the mistake I made in story times is stupid. <laughs> Specifically, what Teenagers age Teenagers don't do that. I got two uh, pairs 17, of lips. maybe 18. Yeah. Right. A line we shouldn't skip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you should probably cut that last thing. I just said. Too late. Already <laughs> forgot. Uh, so her and Smith, Smith's like, okay, well, I can't just go to Dixon's house. He's going to be a real bastard about it. But he is throwing a party. I could bring you or Rory along, and we could try and find the letter while we're there. So Chloe goes with Smith to this party, uh, and it's like all the popular kids, all the you know, all the, all the people in school that could get away with doing anything in front of the principal, and he really wouldn't care. Notably, this that is... That was wicked rude, Caleb. Caleb, you Shut son up. of a bitch. You know the rules. We should, be, oh, we should take your believe. phone and put it in the fucking freezer right I can't now. believe that just happened. Object cold. I don't think the... I doubt the microphone's even got it. Who's even trying to get a hold of you? Yeah, we'll find out. Anyway, I'm gonna... No one. All right. <laughs> Hard cut there. As usual. Holy shit, no one understands. Caleb, are you okay? You're seeing a lot of sad things tonight. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> That's what I'd say, too. Uh, if I was crying myself to sleep at night. That's exactly We're 70 pages right into a 360-page book. Let's pick up the book. I'm trying. Zach's crying. <laughs> Maybe just take a bunch of the pages and flip them forward and then start from there. Yeah. What the? <laughs> just oh. hard cut to page 200. <laughs> All right, guys. I bullshit, hope, bullshit, I bullshit, hope bullshit, you figured bullshit, out a lot. But anyways, <laughs> well, uh, the predator is in the you. room and now he's hunting the kids. This book takes up. No. Uh, so it turns out they're on I an alien wish. planet. I fucking wish. You didn't like it when it happened at Meddling Kids. Don't pretend like you'd like it here. So we're on page 200. It turns out this is an alien planet, and they're going to Earth. No, that's too far. Too that's far. A... Okay. It was, it was right. too far. <laughs> so uh, Chloe and Smith uh, basically go to this high school party, and Chloe manages to sneak around, find the letter, and this one is definitely, like, the nail in the coffin that she was going to break up with Smith. It literally, Smith, I have to tell you something about this picture. I look happy, right? What I, what I, what I was thinking in this moment was, we're not going to make it to graduation. Uh, poor fucking Smith. Damn it. Yeah. And then there's another clue for Rory to find something else. Uh, and at this point, uh, Chloe goes and finds Smith, but rather than ruin his night with his information... They honestly just kind of hang out and party, and they play a game called Upside Down Margaritas, which 
Sounds Isn't, fucking stupid. It's dumb as hell. If, when this airs, should it ever air, if we have any listeners, please tell me if this is an actual fucking game. Because I felt like the author was like, what is a I'll game tell you. that a teenager might play? I think it's what's what's a game a dumb shit asshole would do to beat up their friends. I, I went to so many parties in high school, I can tell All right, you here, for okay. sure. All right, Caleb. Caleb. You know what fucking Caleb the liar. <laughs> Tell me what you think about upside down margaritas. They pour a bunch of margarita and uh, mixer into your mouth, and then they pick you up by your arms, and then they throw you across the lawn. That's the game. Into like a pile of like. Floating. Those weren't always there. One of the person, one of the characters, is mentioned as missing their front teeth. Oh, that's right. Okay, one. I wouldn't do this myself. I don't drink, and that sounds unfun. Two, I know a lot of people in high school who absolutely would have done this. Yeah, I, I know I, 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 so many him. people who would be down to one be the person to throw and one to be thrown. We did a lot of stupid things in Vermont. This one just didn't we, I, okay. make sense. To but this we, is off topic. But we didn't do that dumb shit. <laughs> this is off topic, and we can fully cut this from the episode, but this is a story I heard last week about something that happened in my high school I was not there for. And Zach, we can't totally cut this. At the time you were I'm gonna, school? but... Um, so... Well, now Cannon. I'm just curious. We made it one page. I need to know this story, Zach. Cannon and my, my friend Cannon and his friend Garrett were in a class together. It was math class with teacher Miss Suter. And for some reason, everyone's, so everyone started smelling weed in the classroom, just like an overwhelming smell of weed. To the point, like, they were like, hey, teacher, can we do something about this? Fucking narcs, huh? Like, well, like, the people sitting next to whoever it was were like, we need to deal with this. Like, I can't deal with it. And so the teacher was like, all right, well, I don't know how to deal with this. We'll just call the principal. So the guy who it obviously was, I don't remember him, but immediately put everything into his backpack, stood up, grabbed his skateboard because he always had a longboard on him, walked to the door and said, I'm sorry, teacher, I can't have you do that. And then literally skated through the halls to the front door and left. Cool. Did he ever come back or was that it? I don't know. I didn't know him personally, but they were like, yeah, he just fully was like, I can't have you do that. And skated out of the school with a bag of weed in his backpack. (laughs) <laughs> what a fucking badass. <laughs> and dumbass. I just thought of a new, uh, I new think sh- like, mini-sode we could have. We could call it Crying for Help with Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> All of his sad stories. Oh, man, okay, I can only cut part of some of this. I'm going to cut some names out of this story, that but now we're... That was a sad story, was it? That was no. pretty... That was, not, that was sad for the person who left school because of the weed in his backpack. Oh, but I was proud of him. No, that dude, he was okay. that dude dodged getting his ass beat by whoever he was muling for. So, there's the party. <laughs> Chloe does the upside-down margaritas game, uh, which they throw her into a bunch of pool toys, and she's more or less fine. Stands up, and everyone has a good time. She hangs out with these people right up until uh, she tries to help Dixon, the host of the party, plan a prank. In which case, he is immediately a giant dick to her as fast as he can and just refers to her only as the girl from L.A. with huge tits. And she almost gets in a fight with him. Smith tries to defend her before she just gets mad and leaves. Justifiably so. Dixon's a piece of shit. I think everybody agrees that he's a piece of shit. Yeah, because at this point, she's like, how are you even friends with that guy? He's like, oh, I'm not friends with that guy, but he's on the football team. I have to hang out with him. 
This is just how it is. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's true, though. You can't be like, oh, hey, don't know you. You're yeah. a dumbass. It's high school. You, have you do know them. Yeah. yeah. They're the jocks. Yeah. She's yeah. a nerd. Oil and water. And then, so Unless she gives... it's the breakfast club. <laughs> That's kind of this book is a really, oh, really. Wait. He wasn't a jock. He was like the baddie, huh? Uh, uh, I can't in, remember in the, the actor's name. Club. One of them was a jock. One of them was the baddie. Yeah, one of them was a jock. And one, one was, the was the nerd. One was the nerd. And then there was the outsider chick and the popular girl. Yeah. Uh, We're an hour in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Only two hundred and. 54 pages to go. Well, we're not reading every single page. I know. It feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she gives uh, she gives Smith a ride home, uh, and they're hanging out, and they're talking. And then they both kind of take turns, uh, sort of discussing how they're both kind of into Shara, and they're just fine with both of them that way. At the end of the day, she's still the prettiest girl in the school, and she tends to make people feel special by noticing them, whether they like it or not. She's like a philanthropist and blah, blah, blah. Wait, did she give Smith the note at this point? I the, think yeah, because she, she, right? uh, she tells him it's in his coat when she gives it to him at the oh, end of the Oh, that's right. Okay. And uh, basically, like, they, they kind of, this is the point in which she's just friends with Smith now. Uh, and then she they uh, she comes up with the idea they ha- because they're not allowed to have cell phones in class. People have started opening up uh, like Google Docs and then giving people access to it and using that as group chat on like their work com- or on their school computers. And that's their workaround because it looks like you're working on schoolwork. And that nice. basically she opens one with Shara and basically just types out where are you. And an attempt to try and see if she could trick Shara into giving some information up. Did it work? No. Well, sort of. Not really. You'll see. Shara is so smart. She she's, pulls this funny little trick. I mean, on she's her. valedictorian, so I Not guess. Yeah, and really, Chloe should have figured it out because she's also in the running for valedictorian. To be fair, I mean. Uh, book starts. Shara had months. months. It, it's like it's made clear. Shara planned this for months, and Chloe was given no prep time and was deliberately given clues only Rory and Smith could solve. I'm just saying, as far as the Google Doc goes. Oh yeah, what, she does admit that she probably should have thought of it sooner. What, what's? I mean, this might be spoiling the rest of the book, but what's Shara's end game if they just don't do this? You'll find out. Okay. I oh, if they don't do it, yeah, they just uh, don't go through with any of this. There's, they're. I don't think that thought even crosses her mind because I don't think it does she, in her own head, she's the fucking shit. Okay. Well, so. It sounds like the shit. Everyone's super concerned she's gone. They're falling. Though right notably, her parents it. aren't looking her for her. Dad and stuff is like. As we'll learn shortly. She's visiting her sick aunt or something. Yeah, and you shouldn't. No one should be gossiping about her being missing. Like he. Yeah. He cracks down on people talking about his Gossip missing is daughter. A sin. Yeah. Uh. So. At this point, they realize that the next, uh, the next mission is locked away inside the principal's office in the student records, mm. meaning that they have to break into you know a locked facility behind all of the staff. Oh yeah, we get a little uh, Mission Impossible yeah. moment here. So I'm, I'm they go through the. This rent. is the height of the action in this book. 
Is the, do they She's call not them wrong. Vents? Yes. Yes. Which uh, I've heard is, like, not actually possible. No. But. No, most air vents are nowhere near big enough for a person to climb in, and they're not supported enough oh, to no. hold a human weight. But, but you know. But go up. To be fair, in an old enough building, it may be possible, but not a modern one. What do you think would happen if you farted in one? It mostly, nothing terrible. It's the place where the air moves. So, Oh, I thought they pushed the air out. Some of them, I mean, they do, but, like, it'd be so dispersed by that point. Like, you might get a whiff of it, maybe, for a few seconds. It'd have to be really bad. It's sort of like farting into the wind, I guess. And she farted into the wind. Oh, damn it, that didn't go like I thought it would. Were you trying to go for standing outside the fire? I was going to say you never farted into the wind. That song, I just heard it on the radio yesterday, and I was like, fucking banger. I haven't heard this song (laughs) in forever. I think I was thinking about running in... Running into the wind? What is the wind? Against the wind. Running with the devil? Yeah, is that what you're yeah I guess that's, <laughs> that's, that I guess that's what anything? I'm... Yeah, I added... I, <laughs> that's terrible. Meanwhile, so, I'm driving anyways, over here. Holy <laughs> shit. And Three continue. out of six radio stations were playing no, run, we like Running Up That Hill. I'm forgetting what the actual name of the song is. That's running Up That Hill. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Uh, <laughs> Three out of six were playing that Thanks. one God. song. God. Classic. All right. So... Chloe teams up with Rory, the delinquent, and his friends whose uh, names I fuck I forgot. Ash. No, uh, Rory's friends. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jake and. Uh, that helped you. God, it's. it's just, <laughs> you should pause it and find the names at this fucking we gotta point. We got to get them yeah. ourselves. April. The name is April. We got to really. I might cut it out there. So, Chloe teams up with Rory and Jake and April, and uh, eventually they're like, yeah, we can break in through the air ducts, and we can get the key from Georgia, because she's the library assistant, so we'll break into the back room of the library, go through the vents, climb in after everyone or after the principal leaves, go through the records, and then we'll get out of there. Uh, Easy as pie. <clears throat> yeah. And they almost fuck it up multiple times. Uh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, they, well, they're climbing in the vents. Uh, Rory beefs it, destroys the cart, knocks over a bunch of uh, equipment. There is a funny note where he mentions, she's, she's like, all right, you climb up and lift me. And he's like, I was thinking you could go first. And she's like, why? He's like, I didn't want it to come to this, but you're stronger than me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, oh, God, that remind, that there were some other, there was another fun. Chloe, this is not important to the plot at all, but Chloe has a section in uh, Georgia's bookstore, the Bell Tower, that Georgia pulls books aside for her, and it's labeled the CMFC, and it's called Chloe's Monster Fucker Collection. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that like is her, funny. Her genre. Monster fuckers. But uh, they end up getting to the principal's office and find out that even though the school closes, like, officially at, like, 3.30, he stays there till like, 7 at night. So they're just hanging out in the vents waiting for him to leave. <laughs> and he finally leaves, and they drop in. Uh, they find a key to the cabinet behind a picture of her. They get in. They go through a bunch of student records. It looks... Like, really weird, but they find the letter, and here, this one's actually uh, quite a bit longer. It says, Dear Daddy, it's me, your boy, your girl, Shara. Oh, yeah, I guess there's technically, she finds two letters in this room. One is to uh, her parents. Uh, Like, one is uh, just Shara's letter to her parents that says, Mom and Dad, if I'm fine. If you want to find me, I'm sure you can. 
That's all it says. No clues, nothing. I just, mean the treehouse out back. Just if you cared out. enough to look for me, <laughs> I bet you could. If the I'm there. I literally haven't left the bathroom. <laughs> that would be a better plot. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's revealed that she's 100% right. They could have found her in minutes if they cared. I the think bathroom? they probably knew and they were like, eh, I don't think he look even looked. You. Yeah, I don't think he did either. Uh, I'm in the basement. But this is when we find out that uh, she got the envelope <laughs> in, in her le- in this letter we reveal she is kind of as much of a bitch as she acts like. She reveals that she uh, had hidden the letter in Dixon's house and he knew about it obviously because it was his house and then she basically blackmailed him saying, hey, if this letter isn't still here by the time they come looking for it, I'm going to tell Mackenzie that you've been feeling up Emma and vice versa because he's been playing around with two girls. She's like, I'm going to tell both of them if you don't go along with this. Uh-oh. And she's like, I hope you found that letter by Friday because come Friday, I'm telling them anyways. Nice. That's a pretty good blackmail. Yeah. I mean, that's probably something you should tell people anyways. But yeah, good blackmail. Yeah, I mean, I guess she was going to. But she right. wanted to get what she wanted first. Yeah. Well, I mean, she I guess could she have told them a long time ago, probably when she originally found out. Yeah, when she discovered, but... Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I mean, yeah, the right thing to do would be to say something for sure. Yeah, she's a fucking turd. Yeah. She's and a then, turd in the punch bowl for sure. Dick bag. I know. I just lost some respect for sure. Oh, so they, they, they barely get out of the room before the principal comes back to work <laughs> even later. And they... He's listening to some classic, like, what was he listening to? Like, train 90s stuff. Something. It was like uh, the spin doctors yeah. and... It was all the stuff we grew up with as a kid. I was like, hell yeah, Principal Wheeler, turn it up. The one good thing about you is you (laughs) like the music that I grew up to. It's a shame that the rest of you suck so hard. He loves top 40 music from the The 90s. 90s. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty good music. Top 40. Rick D's a weekly top 40. Yeah, so things are getting kind of tense at this point. Because uh, Chloe keeps blowing off her friends to solve this mystery that she's obsessed with. And all her friends see, she just keeps leaving them to go hang out with the quarterback and then the, you know, the bad kid from school. And nobody really knows what's going on. Uh, they probably assume they're having was, sex. I just probably. remember uh, the John Tesh radio show. <laughs> That was the 90s, too, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> is he still doing that? Is that still going? I, I, no I don't idea. know. I, I haven't listened to the radio in, like, ten years. Hit us up. I've learned some. Someday we'll have an email out. I learned, I learned, we'll learned, some, pretty good, I learned some pretty good things, I think, during listening. Anyways. So they find, uh, they find one more. <laughs> this is sort of the last real, or one of the last two letters that like, they find together as a crew. Uh, and it's in the theater, and they find out that... Uh, Oh God, we skipped another character. There's, uh, we meet a girl at, way back at the party named Summer. She was dating the guy Ace, and she was Shara's best friend. And then they stopped talking, and nobody really knows why, because uh, she wouldn't talk to Smith about it, and Summer wouldn't talk to Smith, and so they eventually find this letter that says basically like. Uh, I'm the reason that uh, Ace and Summer broke up because Ace would come over to my house. The, uh, like the, I didn't tell you, and Summer wouldn't have told you, but like Summer came over and caught Ace with me. Not doing anything. Yeah, well, she does, She says it really like in the letter. Like it clearly sounds like they were doing something, 
But Ace, who's in the room with them when they find the letter, is like, she was helping me practice for the play. He's like, it's been my, like, dream to finally try to go to the play. Like, I really wanted this, and I was scared I was going to fuck it up. And I know she used to play the piano, so I had her practice with me. But she made me promise that I could never tell anyone, including Summer. And he's like, and I didn't want to fuck it, you know, anything in the end. So when Summer caught me at her house, I wasn't allowed to explain what happened. Which is so weird because it's like, just tell her anyways. What's Shara going to do? I'd probably... I can't... She threatened him with something that was, like, good enough that, like, it might fuck up graduation. Oh, I guess I don't remember. I don't remember specifically what it was at this point. There's a lot in this book in case you listening haven't caught up. This is a lot. You should read the book. It's good. I Um, like it. I don't don't really like Shara very much. I don't either. I really hated Shara by this point in the book. I didn't particularly like Chloe either, though. I was fine with Chloe. She was a bit much, like... All of the book is from Chloe's perspective, and she makes a lot of snap judgments about people, like because she knows she's smart, yeah, and she, she tends to assume smart. that means that she figures she's people out really else. fast. And she keeps hanging out with Smith and Rory and realizing that they're way more complex people than she gave them credit for. This is like she thought Ace joined the musical to fuck with everyone, just as like a joke that the football team was playing on the drama department to ruin their final play of the year. And she's realizing, like, in this conversation, that it mattered more to him than football and all of his friends' ridicule that he got to be in one play, finally, that he'd wanted to do his entire time. Yeah, like in the uh, American Pie movie. Yeah, kind of. Um, are you saying Zach cuts us out? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Almost constant. Don't, don't, I don't know if you li- neither of you guys listen. Like I know neither of you guys listen to the old episodes, so you'll be surprised to learn you're not in this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I literally have not listened to the ones you sent me. You piece of shit. <laughs> I record them. Well, it's still fun. It's still fun <laughs> for me. That's his contribution. So, whatever. That's not the point. A star never <laughs> listens to his own album. Oh, my God. That's definitely untrue. I don't know if that's true. I think they, a lot of them probably only listen to their own shit because there's a, uh, I don't know. I just like to smell their own farts. It's whatever. Oh. Everybody likes their own brand, you know? Yeah. So everyone's... I don't like to smell my farts. I'll tell you that. You guys should have heard the fart Asa let out oh last night. Oh, my God. It was... I, I'm not I, proud of it. It, it, I, it was a streaking... This episode's going to be so much work. Oh, I thought, I thought there would be. Holy... Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So, so Rory immediately figures out what the clue is for the next one. Everyone's kind of upset at this point. Like, people are barely talking. Like, you can tell it's clear Rory and Smith are pretty over this scavenger hunt. But they go find the last letter. Uh, It's taped under the bleachers, and it turns out that Rory was watching from the bleachers, and she deliberately kissed Smith at that, like, for their first kiss in front of him, knowing that he was watching so that Rory would be jealous. So at this point, uh, Smith and Rory... Get into an argument. Basically, they kind of confront their the fact that they both feel like the other one abandoned them when they hit high school. And it's a little rough at first, and they just kind of decide that they're they're over it. Like, they're, they're fine. They start becoming friends again. Uh, and at this point, uh, this is when uh, even the author of the book is like, all right, Charles' letters are getting to be a little bit much, because we jump from, like... 
aggressively like following them, tracking down clues and finding them to literally Chloe's made a spreadsheet of all of the letters they found and they just straight up skip like three or four of them and they're like, this just keeps going. God damn. They're like, they're over it. Yeah. Uh, Chloe's, Chloe's not. Chloe's. Oh, no. she, it's all she thinks about. She's yeah, lying Chloe's, to her friends because yeah. she's doing all this char research. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, I was like, but, just give it up, Chloe. You want a banger. Yeah, but you know how kids are. They're not the most self-aware creatures in the world. What? Most adults aren't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I look around the room. <laughs> Just we know figure what out we which are. one of us I is f- an adult. Or I what? find a mirror. No, what are you God. looking for? <laughs> to find which one of us is self-aware? I'll never admit it's it. It's you, Margo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's up? So, uh, oh, yeah, this, we had to cut some dingleberries out At this out point, uh, Chloe finds one more letter <laughs> hidden in the bookstore which is another example of her uh, showing up to say hi to Georgia and then immediately bailing as soon as she finds a letter. But this one is very specifically about how, like, this is the one where, like, Shara's like, yeah, I found out, like, you know, like, that you, you know, were bisexual. And she's like, and I realized I could use that to fuck with you. She's like, I could make you fall in love with me like I've done to everyone else. She's like, and I could use that to tank your record and get ahead. She's like, I could get in your head. He's like, and then you fucked it up for me immediately, and that's how I knew that this was going to be a hard year. <laughs> this is the point where I was like, okay, Chloe, do you not think that maybe her end game is, like, distracting you so that you don't become valedictorian? I think Chloe thinks that, but Chloe's like, oh, no, she, this, this, ch- this chick's in love with me. It didn't cross her mind until Shara told her that that was what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, it crossed my mind a few times. There's a couple, There's been all sorts of hints through this that it could either be Shara fucking with them or that Shara's in love with Chloe and is just doing something to Smith and Rory. I don't really know what, but... I, at this point, have no idea what her... I guess Mallory said it, but I have no idea what Shara's real goal in any of this is. I'm truly lost on her purpose. I won't lie. Same it's kind of revealed as it goes along. It's it's mostly anarchy. I can get behind some good anarchy, but what is this? This is organized anarchy. Yeah, well, you know. It really it's like the Joker's version of anarchy. Of we put a lot of work into it, okay? <laughs> Anyways, at this point, uh, there's they have the final uh, drama party where like everyone gets together, and even Smith and Rory show up. And Ace shows up, and everyone gets into uh, outfits and does this, like, sort of song and dance just, just for the drama club. But it's where the the males dress up as... Fe- it's a kind of like drag. Yeah, they, they, uh, then, like, uh, they the do they reverse it, yeah. The, uh, the male leads. Males. But also, Zachary, I think, is passing over, I guess, like, probably the it's bigger possible part. Possibly I did. I'm trying of, to keep up to... It's the final well, I'm, countdown. I'm, are we talking about Smith? Yes. I was gonna get I was that's where oh, I'm going okay. for it. So Smith at this point uh is talking to Ash, the, the non binary person who does the makeup, and they're talking and he's like, What's it like? Like how did you know? And they start talking about it and it starts dawning on him that maybe that's something that is relevant to him, like he is kinda coming to terms with he might not be what he wants everyone to think he is in the you know, in that sense. All right. 
Wait, and who was Smith again? I'm forgetting who all this. Shara's boyfriend. boyfriend. So he may be, he may like the... He may uh, be non-binary. Yeah. And we he also start always to feel get like a guy. that um, he and Rory, Rory yeah, have a th- are have more like more than just friendship feelings. Yeah, because uh, as Chloe's thinking about it, like it's dawning on her, she's like, uh, "Shara said I kissed him to make you jealous, but she never said which one of us you were supposed to be jealous of." Mm. Yeah. All right. Mm. So the they would So maybe wow. that's Shara's whole goal with involving them is making them feel it, 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 that's I didn't want to spoil it for you, but yes, that's largely it. But she wanted to fuck with them because she did she do was, it in a fucked up she way. She was pissed because she knew that Smith well, she thinks that Smith only started dating her because she lived next door to Rory, and so he would see him every time he like went to Shara's house. Oh yeah, that's good thinking on his part. And so she was kind of bitter about that. What, Asa? <laughs> Wait, what? Did I miss something? Good thinking on his part to go date the girl next door so you could occasionally see the other guy through the window? Yeah, yeah didn't you say Smith and Rory had something going on with each other? Yeah, maybe. They, they didn't have, they didn't have something going on. The they, they had feelings for I each other. I think they were both confused yeah. by their feelings. They were 13. <laughs> well, maybe they were yeah. thinking like... Yeah. yeah. 14. Yeah. 14. 13, 14. 14. Yeah. I didn't know anything more than I knew at 14 than I at 13. I don't know anything more now than I knew at 14 or 13. I hope oh, that's not true. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. Surprise. Jesus. So, okay. Anyways. Uh, There's some big uh, personal growth going on. Yeah, like a lot of people While are Char coming to terms with stuff. fucking dicking around. So. Yeah. Uh, this is the part of the cast where I'm like listening to everyone who's coming to this uh, cast party. And I'm like, 98, 95% of this cast are queer like almost every named character that's a child is uh gay lesbian non-trans some somewhere in the middle of that i think there's like three i think there's like three characters that aren't yeah that's and they're distantly related to the cast at that point i was realizing it sounded like that yeah yeah but nobody could actually talk about it because of yeah like because yeah like it it's a really good story of like them all like coming together and realizing that they're you know, they're, they're all trying to hide it and suffer inside of this system. Well, it's a religious fucking school in Alabama. So, yeah, it makes sense. I probably would hide that, too. Not going to lie. I think they could get Which expelled for it, actually. Which is sad. Yes. Uh, it's rough. Yeah. They can. Is it That comes up a bit later, yeah. too. Uh, so... There's a whole class. So, uh, after the party... Uh, Chloe leaves with Rory and Smith, and they're both like, hey, we're done searching. It's over for us. We're, we're like, and Chloe can't let it go. She's kind of mad at them. Uh, and now she tries to talk to Georgia about it, and Georgia freaks out on her because, like, hey, uh, you forgot to do the French assignment that we've been talking about for weeks. You've ditched Shara me. Strikes every- again. Two, You've ditched two guys me. walk off holding hands. <laughs> Not yet. We're done searching. Hands in for back Shara. pockets as they stroll into the sunset. And that's kind Shara. of the vibe, but they're not there yet. Yeah. yeah. They they, they oh, found the what they pocket. were looking for essentially in this arrangement. Uh, they're like, I mean, wherever Shara is, clearly she's fine. <laughs> uh, she seems okay. But uh, so. And who cares if she's not? Yeah, Clo- <laughs> basically all her friends are mad at her, and she finally breaks down, talks to her moms, and after they leave, and she finally, it dawns on her Sorry. that, oh, there was one last letter, and it was where Shara kissed Chloe, 
it was hidden in the elevator where they were at. There's like a hidden spot between the floors where if you hit the emergency stop, all these kids graffiti the walls. Ooh. And she hid the, one of the letters there. And all it says, I've already told you where I am. And Chloe finally puts the pieces together and finds out uh, Shara has been hiding on her parents' dock at the marina in one of their boats. Yeah, fucking valedictorian couldn't figure this bullshit out. I thought for sure it was going to be a fucking treehouse hmm. out back. It might as well have been. It, it's, I think that's kind of like Just it. Look at the properties they own. It's common knowledge. Why would that not I don't, be one of the first fucking places? I mean, to check? do you know who owns all the docks? She saw out? the picture of Shara on the desk. I mean, at that point, I think at that point she was so invested in the scavenger hunt part that I don't think logic kind of figured into just finding her personally at that point. So what 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 clues specifically pointed to the doc for her to say I already told you? Uh, So she said the the key is where I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when they were in the principal's office, they needed to get into the filing cabinet and the key to which she'd hidden behind a photo of herself. Well, the photo of herself was her at the dock. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so Chloe goes down there the dock. and confronts her and finds her in her fucking prom dress on the boat. And she's like, I figured you'd find me here at this point. There's, uh, And the two of them kind of get into an argument for a bit on the boat, and she's like, she's like, and you know why I had you all, like, you come, like, why I had you specifically come all this way. And she's like, yeah, you're in love with me. And she's like, no, I did this to fuck with you, to screw with your grades. She's like, I've been turned I turned in all my assignments before I left on this little adventure. She's like, I'm done. I'm gonna be valid Victorian. And she's like, and Chloe's like, I think that's what you thought, but I've read all your notes and I feel like you missed a piece of the puzzle. And basically like kind of corners her and she's like You fucking love me, Shara. This not, is a healthy relationship. You love me. That is not what she does. <laughs> That's we're gonna she make literally this relationship kinda, healthy. She cornered <laughs> like she moves up close to her and uh, Shara flinches, and she's like, "That's when she's like, I knew that Shara was hiding something, and it was basically like she's like, yeah, well, if that's all this was, she's like, I can go, and she's like, uh, essentially, it's like, no, and, no, don't go, please don't. No, go. Essentially. <laughs> I can't remember the exact words, but she's sort of goading her into kissing her. And she's like, she's like, you can kiss me now. And she's like, or if everything you're telling me is true, she's like, I can walk away and we don't talk about this ever again. And as Chloe goes to turn away, Shara grabs her hand and they kiss. They're on the boat in the moonlight in a prom dress. And as soon as it's done, Chloe backs up and she's like, all right, well, I was right. And then throws Shara into the, ocean, or into the lake and leaves. The correct response, truly. Nice. It's pretty funny. I actually laughed pretty hard. The funniest part was Shara couldn't swim. <laughs> no, no. God, that'd be a brutal that'd ending. That'd be huh? fucked, right? Could she not swim? No, it's she's. That's funny. not funny. I don't swim super well. Never referenced. God, Asa. <laughs> Come on. Oh, whoops. I wasn't Asa gonna, can't float at all. I wasn't gonna go he into detail. Float. I taught him how to float. Speaking of floats, I, I did float a little bit. Mallory, what are you drinking? Same thing. Blackberry, white, clay. You put down a now? different flavor? I stick with what I know. All right. And I know that I like that one. How many you put down at this point? One and a quarter. That, what are you up to? I have a Tucana Tangerine Sour by Ecliptic Brewing. How is it? It's actually pretty good. I like it. 
Did they have it at the store? Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, they, they have a lot of sours now. Oh, like, it's they do? Oh, that's it's cool. really so increased. What are you on? Uh, I am right now. I'm drinking a a but. Whoops. Excuse me. <laughs> no. Um, this is our trashiest episode <laughs> yet. We are sloppy as shit. For, for some reason, I've been alternating. I had my White Claw, and then I had a Bud Light, and then I had another White Claw, and now I'm having a Bud Light again. Have you mixed them yet? No. Oh. No, just... I feel let down. Huh? I feel let down. Uh, you know, I've... Yeah, no. I, I said I would, but I don't think I'm going to. I myself... I've am... never put... Yeah. No. Where are you at? I and myself, I'm just on my second White Claw. Uh, I went for strawberry this time around. It is pretty good, Zach. Yeah, I like it, yeah. How does you it compare the, to the mango? You got the last strawberry, you son of a bitch. That, is that true? Well, I had one. Oh, then yes. <laughs> uh, honestly, it was, it was pretty good. I probably like the mango more. Yeah. I'm a mango and orange kind of guy. I like citrus fruits. Hmm. I like mango the fruit, but I've never liked the mango White Claw. Just finished my second white club. I nice. don't like mango fruit. Here, have a pineapple one. <clears throat> Is it? That's it? not pineapple. Here, have another mango. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you give I'll him a put pineapple? Put it over there. Well, he liked the mango, and I don't think anyone else is going to like it. The mango? Why? Do you mango? like mango? No, not really. White club? Do you? I don't care We're that much about white club in general. They're all the oh, same. Oh, yeah. Zach's birthday was mm. on Wednesday. Uh, Copyrighted. 34 yeah. and a total fucking bore. Yeah, we can't sing the happy birthday song. I just that remember, is. that song is copyrighted, which is the stupidest shit in the world. But it I is. was not going to, I was going to change the word. I'm going to have to edit the whole I thing out. That I, song I don't know anyways. what the limit is. But yeah. I don't, Does anybody I, enjoy getting to sing to the happy birthday song? No. No, no one fucking enjoys just, it. It's don't, punishment. don't cut it. But just have a long beep and then me screaming, ah, it's copyrighted. I can actually do that, yeah. Everyone stares I'll at put on the, the intro music. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. what I do when Just I Just do the things. intro music and then, yeah. yeah. All right. Like blowing out Talked a little bit too much behind the scenes, but here we are. Uh, fucking, so, small recap, because <laughs> at this point, we've uh, we've covered, as you, you might be thinking to yourselves, okay, we found Shara Wheeler. All the letters are pretty much done. Uh, we're almost done, right? And the other guys are in love, yeah. That's what we're thinking, yeah? Yeah, probably. No. Yeah. No, there's 180 fucking pages left. Yeah, I was really hoping it was done at this point. Yeah. It was. It was 3 a.m. and I was like, okay, we're almost there. Oh God, no. <laughs> Margot, do you need out? Yeah, cat's being picky tonight. Margot is oh, exiting. She finally went out. The building. Asa's mortal enemy has left the room. You know, the last four times you opened the door and then she turned around and sat down. Yeah story of my fucking life at 3.30 every morning, almost every morning, on the dot, runs to the back door, open it, turns around, darts past me. When I stay at your house, I don't have that problem at all. She hates Asa. And I, oh, 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 I love her. I love her. You make me almost not want to buy a house so you can just keep Margo for the rest of your life. She's got it. All right. Anyways. So. To recap a little bit, to cover some ground, Mallory pointed out in the last Story Times is Stupid, since she got to listen to it from the outside perspective, we're maybe not the easiest bunch to follow. Uh, Just fair. I've been in this room with you guys for the last hour and a half, and yeah, I got a little lost. (laughs) I read the book. Apologies. For you guys, Anyways, so quite an hour and a half. Chloe, uh, (laughs) Chloe, the valid Victorian school, teamed up with the quarterback, and the bad kid to try and track down the missing girl who kids them all, Shara Wheeler, uh, 
over the time, we've learned that Rory and Smith uh, used to be best friends and now kind of are again. And uh, they want to touch each We've learned that Shara is definitely in love with Chloe and that Chloe is pretty mad about that. <laughs> Throws her off the boat. Chloe is obsessed with her. Oh, yeah, Chloe is... She's, like, so into her, but I think she's mad at herself. Yeah, Chloe can't bring herself to... Admit it. Yeah, admit that she's wrong about stuff at this point. And, like, it's a running thing, like, especially if you're kind of paying attention to the dialogue. There's a lot of times where she's really not self-aware after a certain point. Like, she's really smart, but she's kind of in denial about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh... So well, she's, you could be book smart, but kind of an idiot at the same time. Yeah, like, so she's... A lot of them are. Like, the yeah. only friends she's getting along with at this point, because Shara comes back to school now. Well, this is, uh, this is so funny. This is kind of a fun part. Uh, so Shara comes back to school, and none of her, none of Chloe's friends are talking to her. Shara... You missed it. She's... You passed over another big part, which is when Shara does a live stream on yes. Instagram and pretty much is like, hey, guys... This is where I'm at. Also, I lied about all of these college acceptance letters. I didn't actually get into har- early acceptance to Harvard. And um, what else did she lie about? Oh, she was not like when she, she didn't said go to she a was, mission to Nicaragua. Yeah, when she, she sat was in saying room. like she was doing all these charity things and stuff. She was actually just hanging out at home. What a bitch! Oh, wow, yeah, that's fucked up. Charity uh, lie so about charity. She's just Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's what a dick bag. This so, is what we're dealing with here, Asa. My so, God. So she she's shows like, this. sorry, guys. Ah. Well, it's so funny. <laughs> I didn't do any of this stuff. I'm a lying asshole. <laughs> My God. Like I said, she's kind of in this for the chaos at this point because she shows up to school the next day again to, like, a Christian school with, like, she's hiked her outfit up. She's cut all of her hair, dyed it pink, which is hardcore against the rules. She's Now she's dark, Shara. I guess... I went with punk in my head. Oh, maybe. Yeah, pink hair. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, punk. Whatever. Anyways. She's trying to change her whole freaking personality by coloring her I hair. I think she's she's not trying to change her whole personality. She's just not trying to pretend to be the favorite girl of school anymore, which is funny because she still fucking is. <laughs> Except her dad's like, really wow, mad. Char is so edgy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Chloe doesn't currently have any friends she can talk to at this point because Rory and Smith have gone back to being friends with her. Uh, Georgia and Benji and Ash are all kind of mad at her for ditching them over and over and over again. That makes sense. Yeah, and so uh, she makes the most of this time by studying to catch up and also by constantly tracking down Shara and deliberately turning her on and then shutting her down and walking away. Little, we got him. a little game of cat and mouse yeah. going on. She's like, what? Chloe's doing this to Shara. Yeah, Chloe's going around and trying to turn Shara on, and then, you know, she basically is going around blue balling her. The and she successfully does it about eight times. Shutting before. off the gas. You know, she, she's just going around fucking with Shara because she's mad. Shara basically fucked up the whole last year of her high school, and she's pretty pissed. And she, she knows. It's like the last month. Yeah, sorry, month. I did mean month. That's the most important time. That's when you got to really no. buckle down and get your shit together. No. Do well on your exams. Oh, what is it that they call that two-week period between when they've taken all their finals? But they Oh, have so to... dead week is uh, the one before finals. Taint week is the one That's after what finals. I was like, that was the one part of the book that I was like, that was funny. For, yeah. like, 
When I say I didn't go to high school for like the last two years, it's because I was mostly in college. For the last month of high school, I just actually didn't show up to like class except for the final. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think Ace is wrong in trying very hard in the last month. Yeah. So, well, but Chloe's the valedictorian. She's oh. trying, and she knows that she's <laughs> actively in competition with Shara at this point, who's been deliberately fucking her over. Yeah, hasn't she already lost at this point? Then? Nope. Nobody oh. knows yet. No, no one, like, it's still, like, on the edge. Like, at the end of the day, like, despite fucking around, Chloe's still smart enough to keep up. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, at this point, I was just like, fucking just get over it, so Chloe. So, at this point. On. Oh my God. All you uh, get to do is say a little speech, and then. And she already, go. she's already going to, what, NYU? Yeah. She's already gotten her acceptance letter for college. All right. Enough ragging on the characters Those about being teenagers in love. Uh, I'm ragging it because she's annoying. I don't care if she's in love. Yeah, I think that's the problem. <laughs> uh, teenage love. <laughs> You're Mallory Puppy. vomiting in the corner. Puppy just love. Stabbing the wall aggressively. Just <laughs> Mallory, enemy of joy. <laughs> Mallory looked truly offended there. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting Our names are going to be on I this. love love, Zach. I just don't love her tactics. Either of them. You, which character in this book did you like? I don't think any of them. Georgia. Okay. I like Georgia. All right. What did I, she I, do? Okay. I immediately am not going to follow this anymore. You have a character you actually do like that seems sincere. Her other friends seem nice. I just feel like they didn't get, I a, already lot lost of, my they didn't point. get a lot of page time. You know, That's true. So. I, yeah. I, I like Dash and Bitch. Honestly, a lot of the characters are pretty likable. Chloe and Shara are a bit much, and I believe that's the point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the point. Of like, they point. are supposed to be too much. They're literally supposed to be two lunatics who are dancing around each other in this fucking psycho game of love. Okay. I understand why that's annoying to you. I thought it was fun to watch nonetheless. I like sweet little love stories, you know? Yeah, that's Did not what this watch, was. Um, that's for sure not what this was. Did you guys watch on uh, Netflix this show called Boo Bitch? Boo Bitch? Oh. It's pretty good. You guys should watch it. Oh my God. It's about high schoolers. It's way better than this book. When did you watch it? I, I don't know. I like this book. Okay, I'd like to be clear. I thought this was a really good book. Anyways, I so also recommend Boobies. Things kind of ca- things kind of speed up a little bit at this point. For a hundred pages left, uh, and Shara shows up to Chloe's locker just out of nowhere and is like, "Hey." Uh, Georgia just got pulled into the principal's office for making out with a girl. And, like, that's a death sentence in this town. And so... Oh, that's when we learn you can get yeah. expelled. Yeah, and we also lo- know that Georgia hasn't come out to anyone yet, not in the school, not to her parents, and they're like, they're gonna call her parents. And so Chloe charges down to the office and is like, it wasn't Georgia, it was me. Because they didn't get a good look at her. Yeah, I, me and Georgia look alike, people confuse us all the time, and you know that I'm into girls. So, I kissed a girl. And he's no, like, well, he's like, I can't really, he's like, normally the punishment for this would, he's like, the normally the punishment for this light infraction would be a month's suspension, but at the end of the year, like, as this is the end of high school, that's a meaningless point anyways, he's like, but I am still going to have to ban you from the graduation. He's like, I hope you didn't write a speech if you did happen to win Valid Victorian. Chloe. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chloe. Chloe basically walks in, walks right past Georgia, and just takes the fall for and her. And it, did you, 
No, you didn't. Sorry. So it was Georgia and... We learned shortly after it was Georgia and Summer. The Ace's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Ace, Ace's ex-girlfriend and Shara's ex-best friend. Hmm. That's one of the many things that uh, Georgia's been trying to talk to Chloe about is she finally found a girl that was interested back in her that she couldn't go with her to NYU like they planned. Her parents weren't doing well and they needed her to watch the bookstore so she's got to go to college nearby and just kind of, you know, her whole life plan fell apart and that was how their initial fight started and now Chloe's kind of made up for it by essentially getting herself kicked out of school to cover for her. She took the fall. Yeah. Georgia and Summer, cute couple. Not annoying. No, yeah, no, Summer's great, actually. She doesn't have a lot of impact on the plot until this point, but she's introduced in the party, and she's genuinely nice. Seems like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, but keep going. I will. Thank Good. you. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about if I read. Permission granted, Zach. <laughs> Perfect. With the story. Perfect. Uh... <laughs> So her and Georgia are at the bookstore talking, and they make up, and they're friends again. And they're like, God, we got to do something about this. And suddenly, uh, Benji comes in the door, and he's like, what the fuck happened? And Georgia's like, Chloe took the fall for me. It's going to be okay. She got kicked out of graduation, though. And he's like, motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, Ash comes through the door, and they have the same conversation. And then Smith comes through the door, and then Rory comes. Like, it's just this succession of all of their friends coming in, finding out that Georgia got pulled into the principal's office, being worried about her, and then finding out that Chloe took the grenade instead, and, and then being mad people. about the school, and it just sort of rev- devolved into every kid who's not happy with the system at the school. It becomes footloose. Yeah, it becomes foot like they basically nice. sort of revolt and make <laughs> their own like protest graduation, where like every you know every kid at school who's not happy with the way the school runs. It's just fully going to war. A lot of high school students think that school is bullshit and the way that it's run. So, well, yeah, like, not even just like the institution itself, but like that, you know, like they they're practicing. Yeah, they're repressing their personality and punishing them for being themselves. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah it's. I mean, pretty, to be fair, it's it an accurate commentary like, on modern religion it's like and very high school. Medieval kind of. I mean, I get that that happens like a lot still. Luckily, we. Well. I mean, I guess... I Luckily, we're adults, and high school's not really an issue for me anymore. Well, and where we grew it's up... It still haunts me. I yeah. mean, it's not... It, it really wasn't it as big of an issue. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know, you know, what it was like. like I know uh, the school that you went to for a bit and that I went to got a lot worse after I left when the principal switched. Oh, really? Yeah, Morgan has a lot of stories about how bad it got there after oh. we left. The new principal was way worse. Uh, anyways, anyways, uh, yeah. So they form this protest graduation, and honestly, everything's kind of fine for a bit. And then they show up at school one day, and all of these papers are plastered all over the walls, and it's revealed that. <laughs> Can I fucking help you? What's up? I did nothing. Why are you looking at me like that? Because just not. I was looking just not looking at what was happening. Oh, I got you. <laughs> It's. I don't. I don't know how to explain this to the audience. This is an audio medium. Asa and Mallory are deliberately fucking with Caleb, I using a joke know. about another person that you don't know about that we don't talk about. I am just sitting here. Don't put that on me. 
<laughs> so there's papers plastered everywhere in the school, and it's revealed that Principal Wheeler has been basically engaging in admission scandals. This was my favorite fucking part of the whole book. Yeah, he's been basically letting parents bribe him for their kids to get better grades, nice. to uh, give them better ACT scores, to give them college recommendations they didn't earn, all sorts of stuff. It's revealed that uh, the one class that, uh, one of the few classes that, uh, Shara ever beat Chloe in, like by at the very end it was revealed she was one percentage point higher. It turned out the teacher was paid to fake it. <laughs> uh, so guess who's valedictorian, motherfuckers? It, yeah, she's like, you're valedictorian now, you still have a lot to go. That'd be funny. <laughs> that should be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's Chloe, though. It's Chloe. Oh, no, oh. she says that. Uh, She's like, no. She's like, if Summer's not valid Victorian, it's going to be like this guy like Devlin. And he has a podcast where he screams about how women aren't people. I can't have him be in second place. (laughs) That's a big drop. Yeah, there's some people at the school that love the way the school is run. Fucking Devlin. He's one of them. I knew a few Devlins back in my day. Don't we all? But yeah. uh, All three years ago. Oh yeah, I forget. You're not that far removed from high school. No, it still haunts me. <laughs> It'll yeah. get better, I think. <laughs> Soon enough. As long as I don't go, don't go to my old high school, yeah. I feel you like still see a lot to, of your old high school we friends, We need to do think, some immersive therapy where we go into the school and we spend the night the there. The school I went to high school isn't there anymore. Good. They knocked the building down and put a new one up. It's not the same place. I mean, it's the same school in name, but it's a different building. If they could burn really? down my yeah. school. Oh, they knocked, the year down. after I left, they knocked it down and put up a new one. How did I miss that? Because you had been gone for a year by that point. Oh, I didn't live here anymore. Yeah, you live in Seattle. No, I truly made friends with all of my high school friends you talk about, Zach, after high school or yeah. in college. I know that feeling. Uh, anyways, uh, so at this point, and Mallory, correct me if I'm skipping anything, because... I'd been up for, like, 20 hours at this point when I was reading the book. Uh, They, uh, like, everything's kind of going well. Chloe goes home. She's talking to her moms. And, oh, I'm skipping a step. Sorry, there was one part that was kind of funny, I thought was really funny, is Chloe's hanging out in her room after a conversation with her mom, and she hears the sound of something going on in her window, and she goes over there. And fucking Shara's outside her window, setting an envelope inside the frame. <laughs> and, Another fucking. And Chloe's life. like, "Fuck, no, we are not doing this." It dives out the window and fucking tackles her, and then you know basically just starts screaming at her like, "Why the fuck couldn't you just talk about this like a normal person? Like you could have just asked me out on a date. It would have been fine." <laughs> and ha- like fully just. Lays into her there in the lawn, and Shara doesn't say anything, and then they eventually just gets up and leaves. And then a few weeks later, after the ACT admission scandal, she's sitting there, finally actually opens the letter that Shara brought her and reads it, and realizes that Shara basically pushes away anything she cares about too much for whatever reason. I I mean, I can't go into people's psychology all that much, but basically anything that matters too much for her scares her. Like, she pushed Rory and Smith away. She wouldn't let Smith or Ace talk about the time that she helped him practice. Like, she just didn't want anyone to know who she really was. Like, any time she'd let it out, she'd cover it up. 
and she finally closed, just like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Drives all the way to uh, Shara's house, like, pulls up, like, knocks on uh, Rory's door. He's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I need to borrow your ladder for something. And he's like, okay. Uh, and then Smith pops out of his bedroom window. And she's like, yes. <laughs> Well, Solid. she had oh, seen, yeah, them, I forgot she they had got seen together. them kiss in the bookstore. Yeah, they finally officially so they got like together. together yeah. But she's like, yeah, he's there. And he's like, she's like, he's like, Chloe needs a ladder for something. And Smith's like, yeah, go get her. <laughs> Do it. You get that girl. You but get it that is girl. weird. Like, I don't, I mean, I guess... I don't want to say I don't feel bad for Shara at all, but her parents are very fucking Yeah, it, it is revealed. Like, her parents she didn't are have a genuinely door. Bad. Like, they took her door off. Yeah, they, they ripped her door I off always, after she died. Her. Which I always think is such a weird punishment. I'm like, what if I am naked? You don't get that You don't get choice. to be naked anymore. Yeah, you don't get that. I would just still be naked. Probably it's going to be uncomfortable for everybody, though. Yeah, I think that's the decision Shara probably would have gone with, too, at this point. It's been made clear Shara's... Willing to throw down. Uh, <laughs> oh, and then um, we never had doors. The only door in our house was the exterior, the exterior doors there, and the bathroom door. No other doors I'm, in the whole fucking house. Okay, I'm not. We're that's a Vermont. We aren't drunk enough to learn about Asa's family That's a Vermont right now. Yeah, this house, isn't I'm cry for say. help with Asa. This is cry for you help know, with uh, Caleb. You know, we should do cry for help with Caleb, <laughs> and you guys just talk about horror stories of your lives. I'm excited. Oh, man, we could get Lindsay. I don't Lindsay. think this is a horror story. We could get Lindsay. It'd be great. No, it was just normal. normal. It's it a lot. But we could do Dude, that. right? It was just door. Whatever. Do we just want to vent to the internet about our pain for money? Where's the money? I mean, unless I start digging stuff up, a lot of my horror stories from high school don't actually include me. I thought for some reason you were talking about digging up money at first. I have it buried in the backyard. Oh, what are you talking about? I think, did you mention that they also say that Char is the one that released all those documents? Shara admits it when Chloe comes into the room. Oh, okay, that's right. So Chloe climbs up, gets into her window, and surprises the shit out of Shara, and basically almost falls off the ladder, actually. Shara pulls her in, they have a moment, and they're like, so why did you, like, basically rat out your dad? And she's like, because he fucking sucks. (laughs) He's a dick. (laughs) He's like, he basically pre-planned my whole life. Forced, you know, basically cheated for me without any even telling me, like basically all this stuff. But they finally go through this whole realization and they talk and they finally kind of become a couple there in the room. I do they kiss again? They do. Yep, I had a feeling. Nice, nice. I don't know how I feel about talking about <laughs> teenagers making out as a thirty-four-year-old band. It's just oh yeah, it's I not did. really. I did kind of forget about that detail. I was it's about well, like I was happy I was that like say something the relationships were working out in this book. It's you know I'm. It's good for them. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me when you did because I was gonna say something that was not appropriate for high school. Great, good, good to know. <laughs> I'm glad we nipped that I mean, one. I'm glad we clipped that one off. Because <laughs> I forgot this was a high school scenario. Shot that one. There's in some in very the, like adult level manipulation that went on. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fiction book written by an adult. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Oh, uh, this is not based on a true story, huh? 
Weird. No, it's so wild. No. The author is from like Louisiana or something, so I think she writes like a lot of her writing is like in, in the acknowledgement like, she talks about how she grew, like this was she's like, I'm not Chloe Green. She's like, but like I did have grow up in areas that were like this. Like this stuff isn't based on nothing. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. Mallory, true. I don't what? know if you know this, but Case Casey McQuiston. Oh god, that's true. I should rather get through Took that. Me a I can't too. read. McQuiston. Uh, has a poodle named Pepper. Oh, and the, read the beginning, the acknowledgement. Go to the very beginning of the book, Caleb, where it's like, this is for so-and-so. Keep going. Well, right there. Days. Oh, wait, nope, not right there. Oh, my God. Next this one. Is... Oh, is it right there? Ah, yay, for Pepper, my best girl. I just thought you'd like it because Pepper's right here. Her acknowledgement in her book is to her doggy. She is my best girl, too. Yep. That's how it all came together. Sophie, you're all right. But you don't love me as much oh, as Also, I believe you're technically aces. This is her first young adult We share them. I know, but like I thought Asa got her in particular. Yeah, yeah, I did. He I did. thought she was cool. She is cool. All right. Well, wildly off topic is we <laughs> undersell one of the most important moments of this book. So, Shara and Chloe finally kiss. They're together in the room. And her parents are like, we got to go to church service now. Are you coming or what? She's like, you guys are still going to church service? She's like... My mom's really hoping people are going to be too polite to talk about the scandal. And she's like, my car's around the corner. We could just run. And Shara's like already climbing out the window. She's like, are you coming or what? Nice. nice. And so they run back. And then uh, they they go back to Chloe's house. They have some more makeout sesh. And then, uh, I mean session. That was not short for sex. They don't have sex in this book, I don't think. No, I don't think just, anyone does. I heard you say sesh. Not that sesh. they talk about it. Yeah, no that was what just, I, like yeah. session. I just realized yeah. that I made me didn't enunciate that very well. Yeah. Uh, you're good. No, I think you're good. And then Chloe's moms come home early and catch her in a room with a teenage girl. And they're like, yeah. All right, well, you want to stay? We're making... Uh, spaghetti or something? Yeah, I think it was spaghetti. And then they, like, Sean's like, yeah, all right. And they uh, hang out. Of course. Yeah. You stay for fucking spaghetti. Yeah, of course. Spaghetti is so good. Well, also, Chloe drove. Well, yeah. they took Chloe's car there, and so, you know. Yeah. She'd have to walk. You don't have a choice to leave. It's the implication. It's the implication. <laughs> <laughs> she could say no. But and then it's kind of revealed that, like. But she's not going to say no. <laughs> no one says Chloe's no moms, uh, Val and I think <laughs> Jess, are basically one of the few openly gay couples in False Beach. And so, like, it's revealed, like, both, like, Shara, this is the first time Shara or Georgia, two of the main uh, gay characters, have get to see in a happy adult uh, gay couple. Uh, yeah, they have a nice dinner, and then eventually uh, Chloe drives Shara home, and uh, her parents look mad. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, that's kind of... the end? No! Somehow, oh still, no. <laughs> I, Ace is tired of hearing about this. I, think well, like this over I like that Asa picked this to torture me in particular, like and the punishment book. was for Asa. I feel like this, I mean, the books, it's not bad. I just feel like there have had, there's been a couple ends now. With, there have been. I agree with you. There's been a few the times end. where I was like, all right. This We've could be over made right it. Now. Like, I thought it could have ended in the bedroom when they got back together or when she found her on the boat. Like, you know, a little bit of an epilogue to describe how things go after. No, we go all the way through the protest graduation. At this point, it's kind of nice. It's like, it really is sort of a wind down. Like, at this point, most everyone's happy. Smith and Rory are together. Shara and Chloe are together. Summer and Georgia are together. They're planning this graduation. 
they have this huge protest graduation. Uh, Summer's parents own the car dealership across the street from the high school, and that's where they have their graduation, is in full view of the other graduation. Uh, the, and then they have, like, reporters come, right? Because weren't they going to kind of brush, the school well, going to brush the whole, like, yeah, and so they, principal wheeler thing under uh, the rug? One of the, the oh. student body president is like, yeah, I, like, sides with the protesters and gets a bunch of uh, news crews down there. Uh, the moms and the uh, the drama teacher, Mr. Turner, break into the school at oh, some point and right. steal the diplomas of everyone who's in the protest so that they can give them their graduation diplomas. Nice. Nice. A little bit of crime. So cool. That's the anarchy I can get behind. Yeah, and like they go through the graduation. Crime with good intentions. Chloe gives a really like great <laughs> speech about, you know, kind of learning, basically learning about other people and under- I don't know how to describe how it. How not to be a dick. It was real early at that point. I've been awake for a while. I was falling asleep reading at this point. I was <laughs> Do you remember very. remember that graduation song? It was like, kids. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah! Wear sunscreen. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit, I gotta find what? that song. I'll play it for you later. <laughs> it's it's not a, It's not a song, but it was a hit. It was like a speech, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it, it was a graduation advice speech sort of mixed into a song. It came out in the 90s, and it, was, it slaps. Yeah, it was like everybody loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's also, cool. Also, do you know, I vaguely remember at the same time that song No Sex in the Champagne Room came out. I don't mm-hmm. know why I like equate those two things in my mind. I what think they were on the same. Now that's what I call music. Oh, well, no, because I think... Could you sing some, please? I think because he kind of takes the verbiage from that, and he's like, and kids, no matter what you think about what I'm telling you, there is absolutely no, no sex, sex in this champagne, champagne room. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. They no, it's okay. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, after the graduation's over, they're like, hey, so Smith's like, hey, so what's going to happen with like Principal Wheeler? And they're like, they're throwing enough money around to brush it like locally. Like, this isn't going to get out of, like... Uh, false Beach and Smith's like oh the fuck it isn't he's like give me one second they just see him walk over to the news crews whisper something in someone's ear and all the news crews pack up and basically drive just across the street and basically Smith went out and reported the scandal to every country or to every I fucked please yeah please help me news outlet (laughs) all my words (laughs) fell apart please finish the sentence yeah he just tells them all yeah he tells every news crew like basically in the county that showed up like in the state maybe that's like yeah no there's like a admission scandal over there he's been bribing people from every college like just walked around he's like no one's ever gonna know it was Smith he just wandered from van to van telling everyone what happened and they're like well, shit, this is a bigger story than the protest graduation, and it ties in great. <laughs> so I think, does it say that he ends up getting fired? Uh, it doesn't clarify. I think the implication is that he can't weather this storm yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense that he'd get fired for this. You would think, but they were also trying to cover it up. I guess yeah, I, I think the, the, school, I think the problem was is when that many news crews showed up. Like, because the students made too big of a mess, I don't think they could cover it. Yeah, yeah. And it's then, just shitty that they were going yeah, to. And then the end of it is all of the, basically all of our heroes are hanging out at a bonfire and just kind of thinking about the future. Like, everyone's kind of going away to their various different colleges. Chara's taking a year to just kind of go off because she's destroyed her entire life voluntarily over she's the last month. She's going back to the boat. Like, 
No, they don't have that boat anymore. <laughs> She's destroyed her family, got her dad sent to jail, uh, I don't think ruined her... Jail. Yeah, I think he might. He might. She probably wishes he went to jail. Probably. But yeah, like basically, she tanks her whole life over the course of that month. That's a bummer. I mean, not for her. It's what she wanted. It's a bummer when you gotta sell the She's boat. gotta find herself, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it, I liked the book. I thought it was a nice kind of... Coming of age romance. It was a. I mean, I admit that the two main girls were a little much, but I think that was kind of half the fun for me is that they were both kind of fucking insane. I liked the overall like message of it, like inclusivity, accepting others, not judging a book by its cover. These are all good things. It was just the the whole fucking Shara. It was just too much for me. I was like, this is. It seems certainly like a lot, yeah. I just got very annoyed by it. And I got very annoyed by how they just were all, like, on pins and needles waiting to find the next note. I'm like, oh, my God, obviously she's treating you all kind of like shit. Like, Look, I won't lie to you. If someone sent me on a weird adventure out of nowhere, I'm down. I want to go on an adventure. Well, one of the notes that she left for uh, Chloe was, like, Chloe was in a musical she was like, yeah, I noticed that you messed up that first note. Oh, yeah, she's definitely a bitch this whole time. But like, <laughs> I was like, fuck you. That would be the point where I was like, okay. Well, now I, I need to find know. this bitch to really... Throw her in a lake. Yeah, throw her in a lake. <laughs> they were great. Mission accomplished. <laughs> All right. But anyways, yes. All right. Not my favorite. Kind? Not, not my favorite. Devil in the Dark Water was still really cool. But, like, yeah. actually, I might... You know, I might like this one better. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about Made for Love? Oh. That's. Yeah, fuck. Kind of Those are my top ideas. three. I don't, like, they're all so different. It's kind of hard. I yeah. never found a drawback to this one that was too much for me. Like, the end of Devil in Dark Water was a hair too far for me. I actually can't find a flaw in Made for Love. I really enjoyed that one. That was, that was, was I, great. Was I here for those two? You've been in every episode that isn't story with stupid or story time with stupids. Okay, I remember. Do you? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Who is your favorite character, Mallory? <laughs> Probably still Georgia slash Summer. I did like the um, the art teacher, although he's not really. He's like he did like I did like a cameo. I did like that actually in her speech she calls out like uh because to pay off the comment I made way back. That said, like, he was a gay person who decided to remain closeted and in this town despite being able to leave, and she didn't get it. And he revealed later, like, there's, like, throughout the book, there are these little side sections that reveal, like, little notes people have passed throughout it. Uh, that's called Notes from the Burn Pile. That's revealed it's what they burned at the bonfire. But one of them is a note from Mr. Turner talking about how he, you know, like, the hardest, like, thing in life is... Basically, he wanted to spare these kids, like, as much pain as he could. So he stuck around to help anyone who basically felt like they were outcast. Like, he gave up, like, his chance to be able to belong to hopefully give some other kids one. Nice. And so she calls that out in the speech. So I was like, honestly, Mr. Turner seems like maybe the best guy in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Most uh, selfless, for sure. It's really good. Uh... 
That was heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Actually, that, was that one hit me a little bit. Uh, that one was, that was big. Zach's cheering up a little bit, you guys. <laughs> that was a lot. He's old and fragile these days. Fuck you. <laughs> I've made Zach cry. How dare more. you call out my weakness? <laughs> we don't need to talk about Dungeons and Dragons right now, Caleb. <laughs> Did you tell him you were leaving? Well, uh, that was no, I. Hold on, I want to. Who's your favorite character, Asa? Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Oh, I don't fucking know. Uh, He's trying to remember. Name one character. Name Name a character that's not Shara Wheeler. Rory. Okay. Well, who was he? What did he do? He ended up with um. With the other one. Who's who's the other guy? Had his name there a minute ago. Is it Chris? No. (laughs) No. Oh damn it! It was another generic name. Smith. Smith. Yes, yes, yes. Holy yes, shit. Yes. Okay, we're gonna give that I remembered <laughs> We're gonna give that you, you remembered a detail about a character. I'm gonna give that to you. Uh, Caleb Caleb, what do you got for me? Uh, I did like Hey, I would like to explain Smith. why. They were really cute. And yeah. like honestly, as you watch them just be good, good people. Oh yeah. I agreed, Rory. I okay, I do think uh <laughs> I really liked Chloe, not, like, as a person. Like, I think she was a bit much, but I thought she was entertaining to read. But I will say, like, my alternative to that is April, uh, Rory's friend, who we didn't talk about much at all. She was one of the renegade kids. But there's a quote in one of the burn pile notes that's, like, her just hanging out. Like, it's the note from, like, the student body council taking meeting notes. Oh, yeah. And she's like, April, April, like, one guest in attendance, April, we're not sure she's aware a student body meeting is happening in this room. It's like, (laughs) Rachel, or uh, April recommended that we put more exciting things on the menu. Yada, yada, yada. And he's like, she's not part of this meeting. Please ignore. And it, like, happens, like, three times. And the final note is, April stole the sandwich intended for the student body president. April is, for- Rachel, or April is forcibly removed from the premises. <laughs> and I was like, you're great. <laughs> That's the anarchy I can get behind. Yeah, well, like, when uh, when they go into the air duct, she's like, we've been talking about this all along, and you're going to do it with her? She's like, He's like, I gotta. And she's like, but I wanted to do it. I wanted to break into the air vents. It was going to be like the movies. It can support two of us, but not three. <laughs> She's like, I understand, but this was destiny. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely uh, definitely between those two. I liked, honestly, I liked pretty much all the kids except for Dixon. Oh, oh, and what's the other guy's name? The podcast guy? Oh, I think it was... Del- Dixon was... I don't know. No. Dylan, I think. No, it wasn't... It was Marcos some... Dixon. Del- he was mentioned one. Delaney, maybe? No, I don't know. Uh, then there was, like, Emma, Grace, and Mackenzie, who were both clearly... Pe- like, they were the... Listed under the kids who were more than happy to let the continu- school yeah. continue the way it was. Yeah, they're... They're the totes fine. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. One might say. Yeah, so that was I Kiss Shara Wheeler by I Casey McQuiston. I hope the next time I get How's to How's it going? Good job, Casey McQuiston. Not everyone in this room was a fan, but I was. It says I wholly her, recommend her it. first young adult novel. Did not see that coming. Which is, which is cool. I know. She apparently wrote another one called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Which I, I, I think down to check it out, actually. I really enjoyed her writing style. I thought, like, even if you didn't like the plot. It wasn't, like, a bad, but, like, I would kept reading it because I was like, oh, shit, maybe this little plot's going to thicken, the mystery's going to get deeper, but I guess I was just thinking there was going to be more to this missing person and hunting her down, and it was less that. So would you say you like the writing style? Yeah, it's probably me. Mm. It's me, not her. Yeah, I, I think... 
Good job, Casey. Good job. Caleb, do you want to tell us what we're reading next? Uh, this yeah. is a Caleb pick. I could do that. Uh, you picked this book, Caleb? I picked this book. It's oh, called... Like it. What's the title? Till We Become Monsters. Hmm. Uh, I picked it because it is supposed to be a, a horror book. A full full kind of scary scary story. It follows a man named uh, Corn Perrin, uh, who basically has had a falling out with his family. Uh, from, If I remember correctly, he attempted to kill his brother believing he was a monster. Uh, that obviously didn't go well. It'll burn some bridges for sure. Burn some bridges, but when he got out of, I believe... Uh, Sometimes it does. Whatever asylum or prison he was in, the dad is like, hey, let's all come back together as a family and they go on a hunting trip. And this oh, covers... Yeah, yeah. Let's go no hunting. better place to go after you No better you're place to, to go than the woods then. with a bunch of guns. Yeah. And this clearly covers how that goes wrong. <laughs> Be like a Dick Cheney. Oh. So that was... Uh, who's the author? Uh, Amanda Headley. Right. Headley? I'm assuming. Uh, it does look like Headley. Yeah, I think you got it right first time. Mm. All right. That'll be next Friday. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for full scary. We should turn the lights off, have some mood lighting. For... Light some candles. Yeah. I wish everyone could see the cover of this. We're having a Halloween episode a little early. <laughs> a little early. A little early. <laughs> hey, we could have a whole Halloween spooky month of books. We're just oh, going to start early in September. <laughs> yeah! Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, fuck yeah. It is creepy. It is All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us here with Wait, Books. Are we not going to do a, a noise nonsense? Yeah, that's the very last thing we do. I just did we my part. Do just... I don't have anything else. Thanks for joining uh, us here at Books with Bastards. Ace is uh, all right, everybody. If you guys were. <laughs> this isn't a noise this time. Sometimes I just ask a question. God damn, guys, if you were going to stage some sort of weird scavenger hunt to force the rest of your friends, family, and mysterious lovers to track you down, where would you hide? Where would I Anywhere, anywhere at all. I'm, I'm opening this all the way. Sally's house. <laughs> Sally's? <laughs> nah, just kidding. That's an inside joke. Um, That's Ace's uh, lover. Ah. His side bitch. <laughs> I, it's not real. <laughs> I understand. Yes. Why? Well, want everyone else? You'd be very that. dead. <laughs> Anyways, um, man, where would I hide? We have like pretty limited options because we're not. No, no, no. We, 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 we don't got. No, I'm not limiting you to reality. Pick oh, a spot. Pick, I was gonna say the right now. Anywhere on Earth, I'll take. Let's limit it there. Like sitting in the driveway right now, or you put it in the water right now. Probably put it in the water so you can cruise around. Well, no, we, we would know it was gone and something was up, so that's a bad spot, but nice try. I'd go. <laughs> wow, Ace wow, would just tear her down. I'd go to the property. You're going to hide your imaginary girlfriend's house with your what? The bathroom? Okay. <laughs> I'd go to the property in Omac. I'd get a tent. I'd just be hanging out there. Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. Ew. You'd be back in... And you'll sick. never find me. You'd be so back in two jerks. days. As a grown man, Zach, again, Zach is once again... Oh, God damn it, I did it again! Yeah, you stay for fucking spaghetti. <laughs>